Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I wanted to touch on a topic today, and recently I had a conversation with a friend about this, and I always find it so interesting, but we know that time hasn't always existed, and it came into being. Uh, a lot of theories out there is that time came into being due to the Big Bang, and prior to that, there was no space there's no time, and that's where it came into play. Some people think that time always existed and that it's a construct that was created by man. And others agree that maybe time came from some other place, that this is something that we discovered when we came to this earth, and it's part of the fabric of our world, similar to gravity. So that means that someone placed it there and we didn't invent it. It's just something that we discover. And if we think about time, one of the things that I wanted to focus on today was time having an arrow. And if you think about it, it does have an arrow and that arrow always points to the future. There's times when we might mix up east and west and even that has an arrow also, but we never mix up yesterday and today, or yesterday and tomorrow. Time has an arrow, and it always points forward, and it's something that we are fully aware of. In the 19th century, there was a physicist named Ludwig Boltzmann, and he used ideas of atoms to explain all sorts of everyday things like time. And he started by explaining entropy. And entropy is, and this is something I wasn't fully aware of, maybe I wasn't paying full attention in science class when I was in high school, but every object has a certain amount of entropy associated with it. Ice cubes, for example, in a glass of water. If you let them melt, the entropy inside the glass goes up. So that's an example of how entropy works and quick definition of it. But it can only move in one direction. Like anything else in physics, it's a process that has to go in one direction. And this is why time moves forward. So his theory was because of entropy, because of those ice cubes in a glass of water, and because of their ability to melt, you have entropy increasing. And because that entropy inc increases, this is what causes time to move forward and to actually have a direction. And that direction always points to the future. And if we think about how the universe moves, it moves from low entropy to high entropy. And a funny example that I read in an article about this was if you try to, well, not try to, but if you drop an egg and it breaks, the egg can never unbreak. Because there are lots of ways to arrange the pieces of an egg. So if you drop it, it breaks and the pieces get scattered. It becomes a complete mess. I've done it before. We probably all have, right? But nearly all lead to a broken egg rather than an intact one. So when you try to or drop an egg and you break the egg, the egg never unbreaks. It only goes in that one direction. And that's because that is the way... 
the plan works. And when we think about entropy, it moves in one direction and it doesn't come back. And it doesn't go point to any other direction. And we understand this. It makes total sense. Now, the Big Bang Theory says about 13.7 billion years ago, there was this creation. And this is where the universe emerged from a singularity. And before this event, event, space and time did not exist. Which if you think about this, this is funny because that means the Big Bang took place at no place and no time. <laughs> so think about this. The Big Bang happens. Prior to that, you have no space and you have no time. But if the Big Bang did happen, what we're saying is that it happened at no place and at no time because that didn't exist until that event happened. I want you to think about this. There are a few arguments that exist out there and some of these arguments try to prove that maybe the Big Bang isn't the only explanation for how things came into being. You have the cosmological argument. So this proves the existence of a higher power by observing the world around us, the cosmos. Things exist. The cause of those things had to be due to a God type. The teleological argument comes from the Greek word telos, which means purpose or goal. It takes a purposer to have purpose. Design implies a designer. I was having this conversation recently. If we were to go into a library and we see a book, we wouldn't think that the book just got there. We know that there's an author and someone put it there. If we see a building, we know that that implies architectural design and that someone had to create it, that it didn't just come to being. And then the third argument is the anthropic argument. This is relating to human beings or their existence. Our existence in this universe depends on numerous cosmological constants. The universe appears to be fine-tuned for our existence. We know that our planet is called the Goldilocks planet because everything on this earth is just right for life to exist. We know that the earth rotates counterclockwise around the sun. It's a perfect distance from the sun. If it was any closer... It would be too hot. If it was any further away, we would freeze. So everything is set just right. And we think even about gravity, another important part of our world, something that we didn't invent, but we discovered. It was here when we got here. And it was a part of the world and the fabric that we live in. But think about how gravity works. You have the Earth that's basically just... Not, not attached to a string at all, but it's hanging there with the moon and the stars. And it's gravity that allows those parts to be connected in some way without any string that we could see, without anyone holding it up. So it's very powerful, some things that we see here. And if you were to take that thought out and believe that maybe this is the Big Bang that created everything. We would have to believe that everything 
came from nothing. Not just some things, but everything came from nothing. That life came from non-life. That consciousness came from matter. And objective moral law came from evolution. And think about that. Think about the odds of something like that occurring. Life came from non-life. Everything came from nothing. Consciousness came from matter. And objective moral law came from evolution. One of the jokes I heard about that is that it's worse than magic. Because at least with magic, you had the magician pulling the rabbit out of the hat. With the Big Bang, there is no magician, there is no hat, there's just a rabbit. Thank you for listening. Have a great evening.